You're listening to the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley. Hi, it's Chris and Susan Beasley here with another episode of Living the Retirement Lifestyle, where we meet with some amazing people who we've met from all over the world. Today, our guest is Eric Winters from Australia, Sydney, Australia, in fact, Manly, Australia, one of our favourite places. And he's got some amazing stuff to share with you. Welcome, Eric. Well, Chris and Susan, what a pleasure to be with you. Hello. Hello, thank you thank so you much. Thank you very much for joining us, because we know it's early evening there for you, so we have to juggle the times yeah. a bit, don't we? Yeah, exactly. It's true, it's, but uh, thank you for getting up, And but I must warn you, you are between me and my dinner, so uh, I will be... I, <laughs> but you're going to give me an appetite. I think we're going to have a conversation which is going to uh, initiate a, a fierce appetite for food and life. Absolutely. In fact, in fact, it was so nice just having that chat with you earlier before we actually set this podcast recording off and to find out a little bit more about our joint love of mindset and the things that hold people mm. back. And this show is in particular appealing to those in or approaching retirement um, who may need to do something um, in their retirement to generate an income or just feel lost after finishing their corporate life. And I know you come from a corporate background and we come from a self-employed professional background. What do you feel are some of those challenges that hit them? Oh, well, all of us, regardless of our stage of life, we're, we're all held back from being as bold as we would like to be by a number of human predicaments. It's not that we're bad or weak or defective. It's woven into our culture and into our DNA to be fearful. And in uh, one of the earlier podcasts, I was listening to you talk to one of your guests. And I think you, you recognize at some point in your life, you decided that enough was enough. The way that you were, what you were doing at the time, you couldn't see yourself doing that for the rest of your life. And you, you made a commitment to make a, an important change. And I had a similar experience. I'd been in, in the IT industry for 20 years. And I was having, it was, it was satisfying. It was financially very worthwhile. But I was on a long drive from Sydney to Canberra. And I have to tell you, it's quite a dull drive. There's not much to see. You have a lot of time to think. You have a long time to think on that drive. And normally I'd fly, but this time I thought, oh, I'll, I'll do the drive. And I'll... more of the same. And there was a, a resounding no from inside, a resounding no. This won't do. This isn't, this isn't enough. I need to reach for more. And uh, I made a big change too and left the corporate world of uh, IT consultancy and moved into leadership development. And nowadays I help people, I help leaders, all levels of organizations to manage their minds so that they can meet life's challenges more effectively. Uh, the ones that they choose for themselves, promotions, moving to a new country, starting a new career, uh, beginning a new business, setting yourself up as an entrepreneur, 
it, it takes a certain mindset. It takes a certain uh, emotional intelligence and especially courage to make a big change like that, an important change like that. And so I help leaders to develop courage. It's something we can all develop. We're not just born with a certain amount and we have to like it or lump it. It's, it turns out courage is a skill. It's something we do. We act courageously and we can all get better at making important shifts in our life. And there are many important uh, decisions to be made when we approach retirement and I should say right throughout retirement. It's not as though <laughs> we stop making meeting challenges the day we retire. No, no. And, and I go further. I'd say a rewarding, a richly meaningful and rewarding life is going to be challenging. It has to be challenging because we, we, we become stagnant and stale when we're not challenged. When people just sit in their comfort zones in life, doing what's familiar, what's known, what's safe, we, we waste away. It's not, a, not really a, a life. It's more of a sort of a comatose existence. We are at our best, at our most vital, when we are learning, growing, moving to new places, Traveling, you mentioned earlier, you're interested in war. Perhaps you're going to travel a lot in your lifetime. <laughs> yeah, and that wall behind you, I see a lot of photos of places I'm imagining you're looking forward to visiting oh, one day. Absolutely. We call it we, our moving vision board. We've been most mm. places because what we do oh, you, is, we, is we send ourselves a postcard from wherever we are in the oh, world. We've gone back to snail mail. So yeah, our, how, how lovely. <laughs> it's Well, you'll be possibly the only people that send you postcards. I haven't received a postcard. My goodness, I can't remember the last postcard I got. Uh, we do our friends. There you go. We, we'll send you one. We'll send you one. Oh, would you? Yeah. I'd like that. Absolutely. I'd like that. <laughs> so, yes, courage. That's what I do now. I help people to develop courage. So, so can I ask you a question there? So is courage the opposite of fear? Because we're always... No, mm, and a lot of people have that understanding and they think if I'm, I'll be courageous when I have no fear. Whereas courage actually is taking steps, taking action, meaningful action, doing something that matters in the presence of fear, with fear. Uh, if we hope to have a life in which we'll do something that matters to us, without any hesitancy, doubt, <laughs> concern, then it's not going to happen. You can procrastinate your life away waiting to feel confident. It's a, such a big mistake people make. I'll hold off taking the step until I feel confident, until I feel certain. But the reality is anything that's meaningful in life is going to have uh, an element, a frisson, of fear, of anxiety. And we don't want to be overwhelmed with that, but fear comes along for the ride. That's what courage is, taking action with fear, taking it with you. So in a way, fear actually ignites the courage. Yes? It, that's true. That's true. If there's no fear, it, well, there's no courage is required. If you have certainty 
then you don't need to be uh, courageous. But when we're doing something exciting, something new, a change, there will no, there will never be guarantees, absolute certainty. Uh, an exciting, meaningful life of vitality, and adventure, and discovery will have uncertainty in it, scattered throughout it. And we are going to feel nervous at times. We're going to feel a bit of trepidation. And if we're going to take action in the presence of those nerves, then we better learn how to do that. And that's what we call courage. So it's a question of being able to take little steps in the direction well, you're moving to. Well, there are, there are many strategies that you can that we can take to help us to do that. And one of them uh, may be taking little steps. But there's a, there's a lot of things we can do to help ourselves, to, to help ourselves to do what's personally important but challenging. I think one of the first ones is people often, they're very tempted to go straight to mindset because there's, there's something very, there's something quite excited about reading these books about psychological uh, uh, techniques and interventions and mindset. We get very excited about it. However, before we go there, before we do any of that, we really ought to attend to the fundamentals. And I talk about it as getting fit for purpose. You'd like to have a purposeful life, be bold, adventurous. We need to be fit for that. And by fit, I mean, we need to attend to our physiology. First of all, we need to attend to our sleep. We need to attend to our exercise and our diet. Those three things, I know they're a bit ordinary. I know it's not very exciting. There's no fireworks when we talk about sleep, exercise and uh, food. But they, each of them, have a profound impact on our mental state and the extent to which we will feel emboldened and courageous. The, the biggest of those three is sleep. Every night, while we're dreaming, actually, we have five periods of the night. They call it REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep, when we dream. It's during that REM sleep Every single night, your brain and my brain gets an emotional intelligence makeover. All of our emotional circuits get tuned. And it only happens during the REM sleep. And towards the end of the night, we have longer periods of REM sleep. So the latter part of the night is more important than the beginning for getting the emotional tune up. If you don't get a full emotional tune-up the next day, and you can see this in other people, it's, it's more difficult to notice in yourself, but it's quite obvious in other people. People are more reactive. They're more touchy. They're more impulsive. And they surrender to urges. They operate more on autopilot. And I shouldn't say they, I should say we. We, all, all of us. If we cheat ourselves of sleep, we will be more reactive and less likely to be courageous in our life because courage requires being fully present and awake. You can't be on autopilot and be courageous. You've got to be present. 
So the, the number one thing we need to attend to is sleep. And yes, it's a bit dull. You've got to get your sleep. But there, and I'm not worried about feeling tired. This is nothing to do with feeling tired. That's the least of my worries. It's about this emotional intelligence makeover that we only get during REM sleep. So we've got to make sure we get the duration and the quality. We need high quality sleep. It's possible to get eight hours or nine hours of low quality sleep. And this is terrible news, and I, I always hate to, to, to mention this to people, but it turns out that alcohol, as much as I love it, absolutely shatters the quality of our REM sleep. If we really want to be living boldly, courageously, we've, it, it, it behooves us all to dial down quite how much we're drinking. And if we're going to drink, drink a little bit earlier before we go to bed. Oh, I like that one. I like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, there's hope, yes. You can still have something, but you've got to drink a little bit earlier and not quite as much. So we can metabolize it before we go to bed. That will make sense. Yeah. That does make sense. And actually, yeah. um, quite honestly, we do love our cocktail and that is part mm. of our brand, but we do have a cocktail early and we don't, drink cocktails generally monday through thursday we only do friday well, saturday and sunday so there you go i think you've got it cracked that sounds good to you. but because that brings us <laughs> the next one is exercise yes and it's the weirdest thing but it turns out when we move when we move through the world we release into our bloodstream a chemical that researchers are now calling the hope molecule we literally become emboldened by moving through the world. It's, it's if you and if you sit, if you spend all your day sitting, and unfortunately nowadays it's, it's very easy to spend a lot of time on Zoom or on the internet or yeah. researching. You know, and same here. We 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 will inevitably erode our well-being and we will find ourselves being a little less bold. So if we want to embolden ourselves, we need to get up every now and again. We don't need to run a marathon. We're not talking about furious exercise, but we do need to get up. And if we can get the blood pumping a little bit, raise the pulse a little bit, that releases even more of these, they call them myokines. That's the chemical name for these hope molecules, myokines. And they embolden us. We'll come back ready to make bigger decisions. So if people are thinking about retiring, thinking about boldly starting a new business or changing country, living on a yacht, that requires <laughs> quite a bold mindset. And that will be supported by movement through the day. Do you know, I, re I really love that because that's so epitomizes what's happened particularly in the UK I don't know what it's like in Australia during the pandemic the one thing just one mm -hmm. thing we were allowed to do was take a walk outside to have exercise mm -hmm. and bizarrely enough but it fits so well with what you said it gave everyone some hope 
because they were going out, coming back, feeling refreshed. Yes, we're in a bad situation. Not a lot we can do about it. We were the same, but it was the one thing that kept us going through the early days of the pandemic was just going out and walking, talking about our business. What were we going to do? How were we going to change that? Because our business was around traveling, speaking on stages, teaching entrepreneurship. Yes, you can do it on Zoom. We all know that, but it isn't the same. We are humans. Humans need personal interaction to stimulate ideas, to stimulate hope (laughs) and the future. And I think certainly, I love that, the hope. That is beautiful, the hope molecule. Uh, Mm. That's the that's the name of our podcast for today. The hope. (laughs) Well, there may be. Let's not cross that bridge just yet. There may be something even more Mm. juicy to come between now and the end. So yes, we we need to move. The final thing is what we eat, and it's only in recent years that we've really understood that each of us has. it's like a safari going on on our insides in our gut we have a lot of life there's this there are lots of little bugs and uh, bacteria and fungi and viruses there's a lot of life going on in our gut gut flora they sometimes call it and it turns out all of this stuff affects our mood it affects how we feel and when we eat a lot of sugar, a lot of, sh- a lot of carbs, perhaps, a, lot of sh- a very sugary diet, the diversity of life, the diversity of species in our gut drops down. There's less diversity. And unfortunately, the sort of bugs that love to see sugar coming are the ones that can make us feel lethargic and sad and depressed. Mm-hmm. When we can have a a more diverse diet with more vegetables, different colored vegetables, that feeds and encourages lots and lots of different sorts of bugs to grow inside us. And that supports a much more positive mindset and supports a courageous life. So eat well for yourself, but also eat well, not for yourself, but for the extraordinary number of living organisms that they calculate that half of the living cells in your body are not human. Half. Okay. Half of, yeah, you, you are only semi-human, Chris and Susan. You're both semi, semi-human. The other half of those living cells are all of this. Yeah, I think it's really like the Serengeti down there. With uh, lots of different tiny little wildebeests and tiny little lions and impalas. Amazing. Yeah, all, all, yeah. So we need to feed ourselves and the our gut flora as well. And it matters what we eat. It's it matters what we eat. It changes our mood. Extraordinary. Mm. So yes, fit for purpose. That's the foundation. That's lovely. So do you, I know you've written an amazing book because I've I've actually downloaded the first two chapters um, from your Oh, good. Pleased to hear that. Yes, there it is. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, gosh, how long did it take you to write that? Oh, thank you. Well, 
I, I actually uh, wrote it in about five months, but I was writing every day and I was able to write every day because right at the start, I broke my leg and I had to have an operation, five hour operation. And I was on my back for three months. So I spent, I discovered why laptops are called laptops because I was on my back for about two months. I, I couldn't stand at all. And so I was typing away on my tummy. And uh, yeah, I, I spent about five hours every day writing that book. The end result, and this may surprise your, your readers that, that do get a copy of the book, is that it's actually quite small. But I'd like to reassure people it takes longer to write a small book than it does a big one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be articulate and get to the point and cut out all the fluff. And there's so many books now that seem to be it's padding. Yeah. Too many words, too many words. So I've edited my book ruthlessly to just provide a lot of key useful messages quickly in a highly accessible form. But uh, you mentioned you downloaded this. Yes, there's a, a, a free start to the book available from my website. And uh, if anyone is interested in the book, you know, you don't have to read the whole of the download. I think you can tell within one page whether or not this is the sort of book that will resonate for you. Oh, definitely one for us. Ours is on order at the moment, but you've got an audio version of it, I believe, as well. Is that right? Not just yet. I've got the Kindle version. There's a Kindle version. And yes, I have a number of people are in telling me I've got to put together an audio version. So it's on my to speak list. I was going to say to do, but let's it's an audio version. Let's face it, <laughs> audio is the future you know we've heard clubhouse have been launched and has been going completely bonkers because of the pandemic and lack of events real live events meeting people facebook have just introduced their new competitive platform it's only available in the us at the moment it is where it's going um and that's podcast huge and so many people don't realize the value of them you know we started during the pandemic especially we started listening to them every day finding the ones we really liked we share them on our we've got lots of different blogs we share them on our blogs um so there's always something for someone to find with a recommendation that comes with it and i think that's why I love this. You know, you can reach your specific audience and give them value by talking to somebody else. And that's that's what I've, it's been fabulous to have you on the show and, and listen to your perspective on mindset. We're big on mindset, as you know. Oh, tremendous. But it makes Wonderful. all the difference in the world. But sadly, what we also know from the entrepreneurial journey of our clients and students is, they don't come to us for that bit. They don't want to know about that bit. They want all the tactics. They want the tactics and the oh. strategies. And then we have to introduce the mindset to explain yes. what that is. So, yeah. You are right. Yes, people just want to go. They just want to know the strategy. So what do I do? But actually, we need to change how we are in order to enable us to do so I'm with you. Mindset is key. 
Oh, yeah. it, honestly, this has been such a fantastic podcast. We do hope we can bring you back again, Eric, because we've got so much more we would like to talk about. But we know well, that supper is coming. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And yes, I'd love to come back and tell you about the, the three mindsets that uh, I feel are critical to develop in order to uh, really live courageously and boldly. That would be fabulous. I'll rebook it. We'll chat afterwards and I'll rebook that. Good. I know it is the right sequel to this. And my people yes. have, have things in chunks. And I think that's... Episode it. two. <laughs> It'd be like Star Wars. It could, this could be like Star Wars. We might have episode two, three, four, five. You never know. It's, it's a big topic. No. It could indeed. Would you mind just holding your book up so that everyone can see? And oh. I will put a link to it in, in the podcast. There you go. Swipe yes. Right, best self. On your oh, swipe right on your best on self. Best yes. Self. There we go. Did a couple of from where's yeah. your website? Um, Eric, what's your website? It's ericwinters.com.au. Perfect. I'll make sure that we have links there and to your social media. Um, thank you for joining us today. It's been a fabulous interview here. Um, we look forward to seeing everyone back on the next podcast and show uh, with another guest. And of course, book the calendar for episode two of this because it's going to be absolutely tremendous. Thank you, Eric, for joining us. Thank you, everyone. We will see you on the next show. Bye for now. Bye for now. This is the Retirement Lifestyle Podcast with Chris and Susan Beasley.